Welcome to our Daily Inspiration Podcast. As Inspire Church is walking through a 30-day rule of life, whether you are participating fully or just listening, we hope you are blessed. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to all those listening to our 30-day Inspiration Podcast. Hi everyone, my name is Kat, and for those who don't know me, my name is Catherine Castrense, and I am one of the full-time staff members at Inspire Churches. And here are a few things that you may or may not know about me. When I was 20 years old, I went to a Bible college and training school in the Philippines for two years. It was quite an interesting time. We took different um, subject courses on the Bible, church history, hermeneutics, all those things. And those were the things that we're doing during the day. And in other times, we're, we were learning how to gather crowds or individuals in the marketplace for Bible studies, for open air preaching. We were learning how to minister to those in the local jail. We would have weekly mock chapel services where our sermons and delivery would be critiqued. We had daily 5 a.m. prayers, mock funerals, weddings, and baby dedications so we can put into some practice, some things that we were learning into practice. It was quite an experience and it was quite uh, an interesting two years. When I came back to the States after that, I then became an assistant pastor at a local church in San Jose. I was able to pursue a bachelor's degree in biblical studies at Patton University, where I met and graduated with none other, our pastor, Philip Muella. So Pastor Phil, thank you for the opportunity that I get to be the podcast person today. And um, the topic for this week has been reading scripture. And I'm so excited and so happy to be a part of this week's podcast. So um, enough about me. Let's get right into it. I want to submit to you this statement that has fashioned a big part of my reading of the scriptures. And here it is. Learning God's character through his word has led me to experience him more clearly. In other words, if you learn God's character through his word, through the reading of his word, your experience of him will be made more clear. What do I mean by that? As believers, we know that we are experiencing him every day, whether we acknowledge it or not. When we go to sleep, when we arise, when we do our day-to-day things, in our highs, in our lows, in our victories, in our challenges, we are experiencing him. However, with that, we are also very bombarded with the world's view of how we should experience God or how we should be experiencing him. Like things like, if God was real, why aren't you Christians living the quote-unquote good life? Or shouldn't a good God allow all people to go to heaven? Shouldn't God care about these certain injustices and why isn't he doing anything about it? Which a lot of these things can cause much confusion or even so much doubt that can ultimately lead us away from God. And so again, I submit to you our main thought for today. If you learn God's character through his word, Your experience of him, your experience of God will be made more clear. And from this main point, I will break it down in four ways. Four short ways. Don't worry, you won't be here all day. First is the question that I'll ask, the answers that I get, 
the knowledge I apply, and the experience that I have. So again, with the main thought, if you learn God's character through his word, your experience of him, your experience of God will be made more clear. And it'll be broken down with the question I ask, the answers I get, the knowledge I apply, and the experience that I have. But before I break down the main point, I want to front load you with some information. And that is a list of God's characteristics. Now, I don't have all night to list all these because there's so many wonderful characteristics of God in the Bible. But I do have a list that I'd like to point to. So here are some characteristics that I'm pulling out that scripture will attest to. God is accessible. God is the creator. God is eternal. He is faithful. God is our father. He is glorious. God is good. God is gracious. God is our guide. He is holy. God is immutable. He doesn't change. God is impartial. God is incomprehensible. God is infinite. God is invisible. God is jealous. God is just. He is love. God is merciful. God is omnipotent, all-powerful. God is omnipresent, everywhere. God is omniscient, all-knowing. God is patient. He is perfect. He is a person. He is a preserver. He's a provider. God is righteous. He is our savior. God is sovereign. He is wise. And so just a list to kind of get you familiar with what I mean about God's character or interchangeably God's um, attributes as well. And so with that, let's take a passage and use, um, let's break it down with the four um, ways that I was talking about. So the question I ask, the answers I get, the knowledge I apply, and the experience that I have. And so here's a verse that I've chosen for us to kind of walk through with more simple answers. Isaiah 46, 9 through 10. Remember the former things, those of long ago. I am God and there's no other. I am God and there is none like me. I make known the end from the beginning, from ancient times, what is still to come. I say my purpose will stand and I will do all that I please. And so um, since Isaiah is the writer, he's a major prophet. He is prophesying this to God's people. And, you know, while we can look at the church history or the, um, the context of which this is spoken, just from this verse alone, let's ask the question, what does this passage teach me about the character of God? And so from this passage, I will use the attribute that God is omniscient. He is all-knowing. Because again, here I'll read the verse again. Remember, remember the former things, those of long ago. I am God and there is no other. I am God and there is none like me. I make known the end from the beginning, from ancient times, what is still to come. I say my purpose will stand and I will do all that I please. So God is omniscient. So with that answer, um, I've identified that God, the attribute of God that I am um, trying to understand or getting to know of God is that he knows everything from the ancient times all the way to what is going to happen and what is happening now. He is all-knowing. So let me apply that knowledge. And so here is, um, here's how I'm going to apply it. While I didn't know the pandemic was going to happen in 20, 
20, I had to think about that for a moment. While I didn't know that was going to happen, or even how long it's going to last, I still have no idea. God did. And in his omniscience, in his wisdom and sovereignty, other characteristics of God that we can add to this passage, he allowed it to happen. So while I don't know the pandemic will happen or how long it's going to last, God did. And in his omniscience, wisdom, and sovereignty, he allowed it to happen. And so as I experience this in my life, this is what I can say to my current season or my current experience of this pandemic. My life is not out of control. This is not a hopeless situation. God was already there even before I'm here. God knew even before and he deemed it okay to happen. He allowed it to happen. And so my hope, my trust is still in an omniscient God, a God who knows everything, a good God, a faithful God, a perfect God. And so as you can see in this small breakdown, how finding scripture or even a narrative like Jonah and the big fish or um, Daniel in the lion's den, you can read a story And ask yourself the question, what does this passage teach me about the character of God? And it doesn't stop there because the whole point is not just to know what's happening in God's word, but we would allow it to to do a work in us where where we don't just get knowledge, but we're able to apply it and we're able to speak into our experience who God is. And as we experience that, God is made clear. God is not hazed or darkened by the world. The thoughts and the views of the world, what you're seeing on social media, what the TikTok theologians are talking about God, how people are are deconstructing the faith and, and pulling away from doctrine and the gospel. But we can see him much clearer when we are dedicated and committed to seeing him first through his word. I want to end today's podcast, and I know it's going by really quick. Um, I want to end this podcast with a more personal example. And I want to share this because I know for a fact that I am not where I am today if I did not learn to cultivate the skill of first seeing God through his word. If I did not dig deep in in understanding him first through his word so that when I'm experiencing life and when I'm applying what I've learned about him, I can see him more clearly. And so I'm going to draw from um, a personal time. Several years ago, actually, um, I had, um, had an unexpected and even unwanted pregnancy. It was something that wasn't planned for or something I didn't hope for at the time. Um, I was devastated. My family was devastated. It's almost like the very last thing that should have or could have or should have happened. And so I find myself in that time just grieving, grieving over the whole thing. And my mom was grieving alongside with me. And yet in understanding my life and all the things that God had given me up to that point, I really thank God for 
learning how to understand the world through his word, which means that through his word, I've learned about who he is. There's actually a verse that helped me in that season, helped me and my mom grieve in that season and understand that time and ultimately just surrender everything to him because there are lots of lots of voices, lots of choices, lots of different things that were being said or things that I could have done. And yet um, it was important that I I was learning who God was and learning his word and, and standing on that first before hearing all the voices and all, all the choices that were available to me. And so this passage, which is really near and dear because this is kind of, you know, when people say, what's your life verse? Well, this was my life verse at the time. It's found in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 16 to 18. The whole chapter is actually beautiful, but I'm going to just focus on verses 16 to 18. It says, Therefore, we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. This was actually the passage that I had written down on a piece of paper and I taped it at uh, on the mirror in my mom's bathroom, which was a common place for everybody because she had the huge bathroom. And um, I put it there because of everything going on and, you know, my mind is everywhere my mind is thinking lots of different things um thank god social media or i wasn't on social media at the time i think it was myspace but wasn't really on there um to bombard me with thoughts but really just the pain the grieving and even just the idea of what will people think of me how will people treat me or i had lots of different thoughts but i needed a verse that i could just stay grounded in and clearly i could have written the whole bible on my mom's bathroom wall or mirror but this is what god had led me at the time and so when i read this passage what are the attributes of god that stuck out to me well from this passage I am understanding God's faithfulness, that he is a faithful God. I'm also seeing that God is omniscient. He is all-knowing. He knows everything that is happening here on earth and all the things to come. And lastly, which is really important, that really kept me, is I saw that God is the one who preserves. He preserves everything. He's the one who has called and the things that he has um, called will come to pass. The things that he has planned will come to pass. Nothing that I can do or anyone can do can stop his plans. And that's what I held on to. While I would read this verse, I was holding on to who God was. I was applying that into my situation, applying that knowledge of the truth of who he is into my situation. And in my experience... I thank God. I really, really praise and thank Him more than what He's done in my life and in my son's life, whom I love so much. But the result of knowing God's character 
help me not just overcome this circumstance, but to be able to experience God clearly for who he is. God is not unjust. He's not erratic and makes emotional decisions that he doesn't know the consequences are. God isn't mad and constantly punishing us. I mean, you know, if we got what we deserved, it's it's no good at all. But really, in knowing God's character, we're able to speak that truth. We're able to apply that knowledge into our day-to-day, in our high and low experiences, and be able to drown out how the world perceives God, but to see him clearly for who he is. And let me remind you who he is. God is accessible. He is our creator. He is eternal. He is faithful. He is our father. He is glorious. He is good. He is gracious. He's our guide. He is holy. He doesn't change. He's impartial. He's incomprehensible. He is infinite. He is invisible. He is jealous. He is just. He is love. God is merciful. God is all-powerful. God is everywhere. God is all-knowing. He is patient. He is perfect. He is a person. He's the provider. He's righteous. He's our healer. He's our banner. He's our savior. He is sovereign. God is wise. So let me bring you back to our main point. Our main point is, if you learn God's character through his word, your experience of him will be made more clear. And so how do you do that? Here is practical tools of when you're reading scripture. Ask the question, what does this passage teach me about the character of God? And the answers that you get, identify the attributes that you found in that passage. Apply that knowledge. How do those truths work into your life? And how do you, lastly, how do you experience it? Through the experiences that you have in life day to day, how can you incorporate seeing God's character interwoven into it? Or the other way around, when you experience something, what can you speak to it? What can you say to that situation that declares God for who he is? So as you continue on with the rhythms of life, not just this 30-day journey, but really reorienting your life to the life-giving practices that we're going to be um, going through. We've already learned about prayer, fasting, we're on reading, and there's so many more great practices that are coming up. I do want to leave you with two verses that just coincide with um, believing, trusting, and committing to reading God's word. The first verse is found in Psalm 119, verses 129 to 130. Your testimonies are wonderful. Therefore, my soul keeps them. The unfolding of your words gives light. It imparts the understanding to the simple. And Isaiah 40, verse 8. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God will stand forever. Inspire churches, friends and family listening listening all over the world. Thank you for allowing me to share just one thought Hopefully this thought, you can um, use that tool to help you dig and commit more into reading God's word. Let me pray you out. Our Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you and I praise you 
God, you are wise. God, you are good. God, you are faithful. God, you are eternal. God, you are glorious. Lord, I thank you because your word just isn't a book to read, but your word allows us to get to know the creator, the savior, the father. Get Your word allows us to get to know who you are. And I pray that we don't pass up on that, but we take that seriously. Lord, I pray that we learn and understand that you are speaking, speaking to us all the time in your word. And so, Lord, would you speak to us clearly? Would we hear you and we would we put into practice all the things that you are speaking to us? And may we be able to see you more clearly in our day-to-day experiences, in the life that we are living, because we have committed to get we have committed to get to know you through your word. Lord, we love you, we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for joining us, and we hope you are inspired as we journey together to reorient our lives in life-giving practices as demonstrated in God's Word.